0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to One for All, a weekly podcast where one married couple rewatches and reviews the anime My Hero Academia. As always, I'm your host, Tanner, and I am joined once again by my wonderful co-host, Nancy. And today we are getting back into season two. It's that season two kind of life. Uh, Specifically, it's season two, episode five, four, three, nobody knows. (laughs)
1: <laughs> weren't you where you were supposed to set up the notes uh i believe we're at four we are at four
0: i wrote it correctly
1: good job love i i, I more, a... have more faith in yourself
0: <laughs> today we're going to be discussing specifically season two episode four strategy 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 clearly i am a space case that's okay today
1: a little on in your mind
0: it comes from it's we're a week out from the the end of my employment and my work is literally nothing is happening that's mm-hmm. why i can't think i've had i haven't had to use this all day
1: just so you know cuz this is an audio medium you were gesturing towards your head
0: anyways we're going to watch this episode all and- right <laughs> oh it's gonna be one of those days have you have you had had a good week though
1: yeah we had baby goats in my workplace that's right you told me that bunny rabbit
0: what winter's farmer's market
1: yeah i work at a library as i think i've mentioned before and uh every february we have a farmer's indoor farmer's market where people sell stuff and bring baby animals and there were three baby goats oh and the baby goats were playing with the puppy
0: oh that's adorable
1: yes (laughs) Well, that's pretty much it for my week. What about you? Oh, no, you already told us. Okay, let's get We on.
0: are really all <laughs> over the fucking place today. Yeah. We're going to go watch the, the episode. See you in a bit. All right. The episode is done. Done. Mm-hmm. We jump basically right into the recap which is longer than normal
1: yeah actually it's quite a long recap because we get you know the initial sort of this is what the world is recap and then we get a recap of the entire first challenge and then we get the explainer about the cavalry battle Yep.
0: Yeah. and then we're caught up but it is it's not a significant chunk of the episode but it's much longer than normal
1: mm-hmm. but we do get more information about like what the Calvary battle actually entails.
0: Yeah. So the, this first section of the episode is kind of uh, a bunch of little factoids combined together. Mm-hmm. We get reminded about the points, which we were told about last episode and how Deku is worth like, what, 10 million points? Something
1: ridiculous some, like that. Something absurd. And he immediately makes him a target among everyone.
0: He's very nervous about this.
1: Yeah. Like there's this moment where everyone sort of turns on him and they have all these glowing eyes and they almost look ghoulish for a second. And like in his head and he sort of hears them like mock him and they all sound like Bakugo, which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, he's remembering how everybody looked down on him when he was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also in a situation, this is actually is a nice mm-hmm. like metaphor for his journey too, yeah. because he's striving to be the top hero because he's going to take over for All Might. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that this pressure that he's feeling isn't just about being here. This is the pressure of being at the top.
1: Yeah, exactly. When
0: everybody is gunning for you because Mm -hmm. you get the best jobs and the best pay and like all of this stuff.
1: Yeah, people don't necessarily see you as a friend anymore. You are a rival.
0: Yeah. Uh, Even people who he normally gets along with are like, you're a target now. Mm -hmm. He's got to put together a team of four. Yes. Because that's how many people are required for a cavalry Mm-hmm. battle two two legs a horse mm-hmm. someone who's running around yeah. dragging everybody and a rider yes the the riders have to wear a headband
1: that has the points that on has them.
0: the combined points of the team
1: mm-hmm. on it and people try to snatch the headband off of the rider
0: yep and, and so that's how
1: they collect points that's
0: exactly that's how they collect points so if you have two headbands you have the combined total of those two headbands worth of points yeah which means that Literally anybody who was like way in last only has to get Deku's headband. Pretty much. To, to clear it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's going to be 12 teams because mm-hmm. they let 42 individuals yes. through.
1: We see people, the kids in the crowd start to work things up. Deku knows right away who he wants to be on his team. Or 48.
0: Team. I can't do math. Yeah, that's okay. Bye-bye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Deku knows right away who he wants to be on his team. But he doesn't tell us, the audience, he, yet.
0: He doesn't tell us.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, everybody wants to team up with Bakugo.
1: Uh-huh. Which I think is kind of funny.
0: Because he's got a great quirk. Mm-hmm. It's good on offense. It's good on defense. It has mobility. So everyone wants to be his teammate. And he doesn't know.
1: <laughs> he doesn't know any, anyone's quirks. And he doesn't even know their names. Like, Hirishima comes up to him and is like, you know, I would be great. As a horse, and like you know, he's like, Who are you again, spiky hair, or something like that?
0: And he's like, Hey, my hair's not that different than yours, yeah,
1: it's not, it's just a different color.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, Karisha Karishima does a really good job here because, unlike everybody else who's like, Let me be on your team, he comes up with a sales pitch, yeah, and is like, Look, you need somebody in the front who can like literally take the pressure of your attacks mm-hmm. if you have to blast somebody, yep. and I can do that. Again. can, my. Yeah. My body gets very uh, sturdy.
1: Yep. Like it's a good match in this situation. And Bakugo immediately recognizes it. He's like, Yes, let's do this.
0: He doesn't get really, Yes, let's do this until Karishima says, You're going for the 10 million, right? Yep. And <laughs> Bakugo is in. He's like, I'm going after Deku 100%. You're on the team. You've made the cut. And
1: it it's interesting, as the kids are forming these teams, we get a quick. Um, side scene I guess you can say with the pro heroes the team from the beginning Uh, and they're talking about the overall purpose of these particular challenges Um, like they talk a bit about like the first one was, you know, when you're a pro hero, you need to stand out. You, show, show you need to off. show you off and show your stuff. And they even taught Mount Lady is one of the heroes. They even talk about how she showed off quite a bit.
0: Making an entrance.
1: Making an entrance in the, fir- <laughs>
0: in the first episode. In the first
1: episode. And But another important part of being a pro hero was the fact that you have to team up with people all the time. Um, as we see with this particular team. And that's exactly what the second one is about.
0: You have to... Find the balance between selling yourself and working with people who are your business rivals mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. And it's not an easy thing. And to discuss, like, these kids are, are being taught this early. Mm-hmm. Like, these are things that they're going to have to do their whole lives. Yeah. Mount Lady makes a fun comment here about, like... What a bother or, like, mm-hmm. that's so yeah. di- so difficult or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like of the three of them, she's the underachiever.
1: Yeah, she's she's definitely um, style over substance, I think.
0: Yes. Um, but we we cut out of this to more team building.
1: Yeah, we see um, poor Mineta is crying because no one wants to be on his team because he's just a little squirt. And then he points out to uh, Shoji, who has all the extra limbs yep. um, that, you know... Basically, you could hide me in your extra arm as I'm so tiny that no one would be able to see me. And he's immediately like, oh, that's a good idea. So good job on you, Mineta. Using he, your brain. <laughs> he,
0: he found somebody to be on a team with.
1: But of course, this was after him going, none of the girls want to be on my team. Of course so, not. So, yeah. You're
0: too handsy. No. <laughs> um, poor Deku is having trouble figuring out who he... He knows who he wants, yeah. but he's really concerned that they're not going to be in for it because yeah, everybody is avoiding him completely like
1: avoiding him because they're like we don't want to have that target on our back
0: except for Ochako
1: Ochako who's come up to him and she's like you know it makes sense that we should work with people that we're friends with
0: and that we communicate, and that we can- well. That we
1: communicate well with and get along with well which you know having been in a working environment is totally true
0: Deku is so touched that he makes his face mm-hmm. and she's like your face looks ugly what are you doing why are you making that face which is a very like off color comment yeah but it is a really ugly face that he's making in that scene. he's
1: sort of like, oh, like, you know, he's, he's, he's just so touched. <laughs> his whole
0: face is scrunched. Yep. <laughs> like, real tight. Um, and
1: after this, they try to team up with Tenya. Because they think, you know, they're the trio, right? That they, makes sense. They, they know they work well together.
0: They do a good job of setting this up. Because you expect that this is going to be the team with mm-hmm. one other person. Like, it makes sense. They do almost everything together. Mm-hmm. And Deku has a really good plan. Mm-hmm. He's like... Hey, you have engine legs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ochako can make us float. Mm -hmm. Like, literally nobody could catch us. Yeah. Like, we will just get the fuck away all the time. And Tenya's like, hey, that's real great and all, but I can't team up with you because you're just better than me and it makes me feel bad, so I gotta go... Be on another team so I can show off and try to surpass you. Everyone wants to be Deku's rival.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like, I feel like it's a poor decision as far as the strategy of the challenge as far because the point is teamwork as we just established. But, you know, for him, he's thinking of the bigger picture, which is he doesn't want to be in Deku's shadow and he feels like if he's constantly teaming up with him, that he won't ever get a chance to shine himself. Yeah,
0: he won't stand out yeah. on his own. Uh, Which is th-
1: ironic when when you see who he ends up teaming up with. But anyways, we'll get there eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I can't already got a team planned out. Mm-hmm. Peace. So then the two of them have to figure out who their other two people are going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've lost their mobility. Yep. Like, uh, and they don't have a horse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But thankfully, there's somebody waiting in the wings Mm -hmm. to sell her shit.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) Uh, Hatsumi Mei uh, comes up. She's the the lady from the support course with all the gadgets. My
1: babies!
0: (laughs) Uh, And she's like, hey, I knew that you would be big attention because you have all the points. What a great chance for me to show off all my great gadgets to all the people watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she is super excited and Ochako's like, "Hey, like I'm here too." And she's just not interested.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of a I don't know, they're not really rivals, but there's almost this weird quasi love triangle. I don't know. But
0: It comes it, up a couple times. It does. In, in this
1: in this episode even. Um, but anyways, I find it really interesting about Hatsume is she clearly doesn't doesn't really care about winning. But what she cares about is everyone seeing how great her stuff is. And everyone's going to be looking at Deku. So, there you go.
0: That is a capitalist right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Any opportunity to sh- make a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she is like, hey, I got all these gadgets. I got these hover boots.
1: And I have this jetpack, which was oh, yeah. modeled after this famous hero's jetpack. And Deku immediately knows who he's talking about because he's a huge nerd. And they have this moment. They bond over this their nerdiness. And Ochako feels a little left out.
0: It's pretty funny. But yeah, so that's three. And they need one more person. And Deku is searching, searching, searching for who mm-hmm. he wants. And he knows who he wants. He figures it out. But again, we don't see it right away.
1: Yeah. But instead what we see is... uh,
0: The Class B douche.
1: uh, This blonde douchey guy from Class B whose name I can never remember. Class
0: B douche. Yeah,
1: this douche. Um, We see him talk about how they're really going to stick it to Class A in this challenge. This
0: guy fucking hates Class A. Oh, God. So much. He's like, we're going to do this. We're going to show off our stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to upstage those upstarts.
1: Yeah. And he has this sort of... I don't know, almost s- slyness to him, would you say? Like, and he just feels b- very douchey.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the Class B douche. Yeah. But we find out, because we cut back to Decker now, mm-hmm. the person he wanted is... Uh, Tokuyami. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say that wrong every time.
1: Dark Shadow. Dark
0: <laughs> Shadow.
1: Um, which is a very interesting... Um, this is the character I say we get to finally get a chance to see him shine. Like, we saw a little bit last episode... Um, but his powers are so interesting and I like the fact that we really get to see them explored, uh, in more detail this episode.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's like, yep, going to do the team thing. Yep. We get to see Todoroki's team.
1: Yep. So we have Todoroki, Momo, Kanimari, and Tenya. So Tenya, you don't want to be, oh, you know, outshined by Deku, but you have the freaking golden child on your team.
0: Yeah. and They, <laughs> they make a, a very telling comment. About the way they're going to split up their team, right? Mm -hmm. They have uh, Kaminari on one side, like, fending people off with Mm -hmm. electricity. They need Momo to provide insulation and, Mm -hmm. like, grounding so they don't electrocute themselves. Uh, On the other side, Tenya is the horse. Just like he was going to be on Deku's team. Uh, And Todoroki is on offense and defense. And they're like, I take it you're going to take people out with your like
1: your fire and ice
0: powers powers. we've never seen him use fire powers
1: steam yeah but that's it yeah
0: but we were just kind of figured he could melt his ice Mm -hmm. and he's like no he looks at the big fire hero in the stands like i will never use that side in in a fight yeah it's not a thing i will do
1: yeah there's the quite a glare there
0: (laughs) there's quite a glare there he looks
1: on big papa in the stands
0: (laughs) (laughs) big papa big papa flame yep but, yeah, they're, they're a team. They're going to do the thing.
1: And it's a good strategy. I mean, we know that Todoroki is a good strategic thinker. This is another example of that.
0: We get, uh, like, a smash of all the various teams and, mm-hmm. like, who is on them. And there's so many of them, you guys. Like, yeah. we're not going to break all of that down. Probably you not. You know who the key players are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's going on. And when the event begins, everyone makes a beeline for Team Deku.
1: And he's like, you know what? We're going to run away, which is a good point because... He doesn't necessarily need to get anyone's points. He just needs to stay away.
0: He just needs to keep his. And in fact, because he's worth so much points, or so many points, Mm -hmm. it's probably dangerous Mm -hmm. for him to attempt to get other points. So uh, they're going to take off with the Mm jetpack and the hover boots. Uh, But there's a wrinkle Mm -hmm. because one of the teams approaching has like a quicksand-like ability. Yes. And they got stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, the power of the jetpack is enough to pull them out yes. and fly away. Mm-hmm. And we learned that the reason why uh, we want Dark Shadow on the team is that Dark Shadow, the ability, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to mess up the name because yeah. I'm a, a baddie. Tokoyami. <laughs> Tokoyami. Uh, can basically wash their blind spots Yeah, and he has
1: uh, omnidirectional defense, I think is what they call it, which... Um, basically means well in all directions. Like he can fend off any attacks um, and keep them protected, which is incredibly useful. It means that they're basically untouchable.
0: Yeah, they they have a defense for every opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, which is really really good. Uh, we actually get to see Dark Shadow block Jiro's mm-hmm. um, like ear jacks, Yeah, uh, from getting Deku's mm-hmm. headband. So, cool. We know what we're in for there. Class B, mm-hmm. stealing headbands.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, we, we actually cut to the poor invisible girl who has lost her headband.
1: Yep. It makes sense for her to be the person on the horse because you can't see her. Although you can see the headband. Um, but she ends up losing it. Where did it go?
0: <laughs> Where did it go? Uh, it's Class B. And we see that Class B, Class B douche, mm-hmm. already has a couple. Yes. Like, he doesn't just have one. He's picked up a couple of these. And he's being really uh, swarmy about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see, we cut back to Deku yep. uh, and his team. And they're doing well, but they get caught again. Uh, this time it's because they have stepped on one of Mineta's little
0: Purple, purple balls. balls.
1: <laughs> and um, they've gotten stuck to the ground. They use the jetpack again, but it ends up sort of damaging the hover boots a little bit.
0: What an interesting team comp for Shoji, yeah. though. Like- yeah,
1: it actually—it's probably I think the best out uh, that we that we've seen this episode at least. Because he's able to raise his sort of, he has sort of webbing in between his limbs, and he's able to create like this protective shield. And inside you have Minetta, who is tiny, and you have Sue, who can attack using her tongue. Yep. And she has a lot of distance for that, meaning that they are, again, they're like, they're completely untouchable, um, which is a very smart combination.
0: Yeah, it is. And that's how they end up sneaking that purple ball in because it. Uh, they don't even realize mm-hmm. decker doesn't even realize that manetta is there
1: no they can't even see him they like can't why is him? he fighting on his own
0: <laughs> uh in fact they almost get the headband
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh because they didn't expect sue to be there either no yeah. uh but they have to take off mm-hmm. again but this time they lose one of their hovers yes if you mentioned that a couple minutes ago before okay. we went into yeah yeah Uh, They lose one of their hovers, so now their mobility has been kind of hampered.
1: I mean, they still have Ochako's ability to make them all light, but it's more difficult for her to maneuver um, now that the boot is broken.
0: Getting and maintaining lift Mm -hmm. is a much more difficult task now, Mm -hmm. which Bakugo is perfectly willing to take advantage of, launching himself off of his team's Mm -hmm. horse and flying through the air. a freaking
1: rocket ship. (laughs) Like a
0: rocket ship, trying to get this headband. And Dark Shadow is able to defend, Mm -hmm. but it's very, very close. Yes. Um, Bakugo almost falls to the ground, but Serro pulls him in with tape.
1: Yeah, and they make a point that they want everyone to sort of stay within their team formations. But because they use the tape, Bakugo never hit the ground. So, it's fine.
0: Yep, and the crowd is going nuts Mm -hmm. because Team A... Is they have all this these flashy powers mm-hmm. and they're really smart and they have all this experience, but when they look at the points, they realize that teammate is not actually or uh, class A is not actually doing that great.
1: No, they're being completely dominated by class B. Yep,
0: and we actually see class B douche yep. coming through and steals Bakugo's headband mm-hmm. and then proceeds to brag about how they basically threw the prelims. Knowing that a certain amount of people would get through, mm-hmm. worked as a class to make the cut,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and watched everybody else's powers so to figure can, out.
1: Yeah, strategize beforehand, which is very smart. Hence why they're winning right now.
0: Uh, yep, and he's he's a real ass, and he looks at Bakugo. He's like, "Hey, I know you. Don't you get attacked by villains like every couple of months?"
1: Which is probably the worst thing he could have said if you go up to friggin Bakugo who we know is very fragile and point out like hey haven't you been a victim a couple times weren't you attacked by that slime guy and like Bakugo is enraged by this like his entire his entire purpose on the show is to like you know get mad get get mad but also to get mad at Deku but in this moment he's like fuck Deku we're taking this guy down
0: he's like Karishima change of plans we're fucking this guy up before we go get Deku's headband <laughs> yeah uh Karishima is real stressed out by this yes <laughs> uh meanwhile elsewhere in the arena team Todoroki has cornered Deku mm-hmm. uh and they are ready to get that headband oh yeah. And that's the end of our episode. Cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Do, do, do. But thus far, so good, right? Deku's still got his headband.
1: Yep. Things are going pretty well for him. Like, we see him deal with a couple problems this episode, but he manages to deal with them well. Um, But now the real challenge is in front of him.
0: Did you like the episode?
1: Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I
0: feel like we're going to say that every episode of season two.
1: Yeah, I, it's so much fun uh, seeing all these different characters interact and seeing them work in combination with each other. It's not just like they're fighting each other, but you're seeing how their powers can complement each other, which I think is really cool.
0: It's really nice because you get to see some of the characters we've seen so little of Yeah, do things.
1: So there's like Tokoyami, as mentioned before, and also Hatsume. Um, who's a new character this season uh, and we're able to see how she has value despite the fact that she's not a fighter
0: we get to see shoji be useful and mm-hmm. we've barely seen him do anything on the show at yes. all sarah shows mm-hmm. uh some skill powers. with his tape powers because you're thinking like what's he gonna be good at and mm-hmm. he He's got a purpose on this team. Bakugo needs to fly and Mm -hmm. he needs to be reined in. Reeled
1: back in. Reeled back in. (laughs) Like a fish.
0: (laughs) Um, But we get to see all of that. We get to see... We didn't talk about it, but Eraserhead is like watching Mm -hmm. the teams from the stands with Present Mike and being like, there's some really interesting teams like here that you wouldn't expect Mm -hmm. uh, to have come through. Granted... Despite the fact that we get to see all these really cool characters and some new characters from Class B, mm-hmm. there are still some Class A characters who are underserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invisible Girl. yeah, oh, poor uh, what, thing. What's his name? Sugar Rush. The guy yeah. who uh, gets buff with sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, still a bunch of characters who are very much background yeah. characters in the class. You know they exist, but that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, you probably don't know their names. <laughs>
0: no, we don't
1: yeah we don't we're we're bad (laughs) yeah
0: granted i don't know anyone's name so don't use that as a metric i guess Mm -hmm. but yeah i also like the episode it was really good i enjoy this whole arc it's gonna just every episode i'm gonna be like i I like this episode Mm -hmm. but these early i think these early events are interesting because they're not just Mm one-on-one like showdowns like those can be fun too Mm -hmm. but it's way more interesting to see way more powers mm-hmm. on display.
1: Yeah. It makes it hard to take notes though.
0: This is going to be a hard one this Yeah, it does. There's so much to write. This is going to be a hard one this week. Who wouldn't be on for you? We got to see a bunch of shit.
1: I feel like you could make the argument for a lot of characters here. You could make the argument for Todoroki putting in a really good team and being the big threat. You could make the argument for that douchey guy from Class B, uh, or Class B in general, for outthinking everyone. Um, you can make the argument for Deku for making the best out of a shitty situation. And you could make the argument for Mineta for also making the best of a shitty situation. I don't know. This one's really hard. Hmm. I'll have to give it to Class B, actually.
0: All of Class B? Yeah. Get um, your stamp of approval?
1: Well, especially this douchey guy, for as annoying as he is, the fact that they were willing to basically throw the first challenge as a way to get to Class A in the end, I feel like uh have balls. <laughs>
0: I'm going to give mine to Hatsume Mei. Oh yeah, she's great. (laughs) She seems to be the only member of the support course who made it through Mm -hmm. to this round. Mm -hmm. She comes in with a sales pitch like Mm -hmm. Karishima does. She shows her worth. Mm -hmm. The the gadgets work really, really well. And think about that. She is in a team fight Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people with superpowers and still somehow manages to be just as valuable Mm -hmm. as everybody else. Yeah. Like, what What a great way to show your stuff. And everybody's getting to see everything her stuff can do, which has been pretty impressive this episode. Yeah. That jetpack didn't burn someone to death.
1: Yeah, that's awfully nice.
0: Which is really good. And those hover boots, which were on display mm-hmm. last challenge, complement it really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get to see, not what they do, but she's got a ton more yes. stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a show that's all we, that's often, I should say, about um, what cool people people can do with their cool powers it's really cool to see another character similar to Deku um, that's like well what cool things can you do with your mind and in her case what cool things can she can she do as an inventor
0: I really dig the support course we don't see a lot of them throughout the series mm-hmm. but they're like the Iron man's yeah. of this universe like heroes rely on them for costumes mm-hmm. and like accessories to accentuate their powers and as we see those costumes are really important yeah
1: we see that a lot with bakugo he needs um he was really effective um when he had those gauntlets for example um gauntlets yeah and so i do i think it's kind of interesting that when you're dealing with western comics the people that typically have like these sort of gadgets well you have two heroes that typically have sort of these, ga- either they have gadgets, they're like Batman, and they're sort of, you know, like a utility belt thing. But the people that have genuine tech are usually only technology heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I like the fact that we have characters in this universe that use tech, and it's not necessarily the source of their power or anything like that, but it's something that makes them use it better, which I think is realistic
0: yeah absolutely. Like the thing that comes to mind for me is when uh in the in Marvel when mm-hmm. Tony Stark made the Iron Spider costume yeah. for Peter Parker. yeah,
1: exactly. and
0: it was intended to accentuate his abilities mm-hmm. and complement them. Uh, and this is this is really cool. I like Hatsume a lot.
1: yeah, she's uh, so much fun. She's ridiculous, which is my favorite characters tend to be ridiculous. <laughs> I'm glad
0: that this isn't the only time we see her in the series. Yeah, she doesn't make frequent appearances
1: no she's not in deku's class so
0: but at the same time she's not a throwaway no. character either which is great but that's that's it that's the recap mm-hmm. that's the did we like it that's the plus ultra character of the week We also got a really messy open from yours <laughs> truly but yeah if you want to tell us the quality of our franken mm-hmm. you can do that on twitter at one for all casts you can also follow us there directly. I'm at Mezzer Engine.
1: And I'm at Watch Nancy Tweet.
0: Additionally, if you love the show, we'd love for you to leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. It is the easiest way that you can support the show. It takes literally two seconds and it helps get our beautiful show into people's ear holes. So please do that. We would love you for it. Thanks a bunch. Don't forget to check out all that good hero fiction that this wonderful couple specifically one of them offers to you (laughs) go ahead and check out red and black and black and blue on amazon in ebook or print format and that's 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 where we end thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with us thank you to richard DaCosta for our opening and ending credits and of course a very special thank you as always to my wife nancy for joining me in these shenanigans We'll see you next time as we dive into Season 2, Episode 5 for the Cavalry Battle Finale. And that's the actual title of the episode. That's not just me saying that. We'll see you then.
1: See you then.